0: With Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend.
1: Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the sports hangover with Gus Kattengill.
2: Here it's the end of your work with the weekend. Around the corner. Get through it. I knew you only have a few more hours. Today on the show, we're going to talk... NFL playoffs, much more. Have a little fun here as well today. As always, thank you and welcome to the show. Because one of the things that I do appreciate is you guys tuning in for sure. So thank you as always. 800 998 is the way to chime into the conversation. And buddy, we'll take your phone calls back over in the LaRose studios on the upper cervical family chiropractic hotline. Indeed, We are looking forward to the weekend. The AFC and NFC Championship Games. Who you got? Who is going to the Super Bowl? You got the Bengals? You got the Chiefs over in the AFC? About the NFC? The 49ers? Or the Eagles? Who you got? Love to hear from you throughout the show here. So you can give me your takes. Who you think is going to win and why? As video of pat mahomes fully participating in practice this week it, it is the video of videos right you see him running no ankle brace looking ready to go let's see what happens come game time as he suffered that high ankle sprain in the playoff game against jacksonville developments in and around the nfl coaching circles here as well as we mentioned yesterday and as he found out Carolina Kitty Cats have made that decision. Frank Reich, a little controversy with that hire. We'll get into that here as well. Ross Jackson will join us at 12.15. Did Dan Quinn's decision to stay in Dallas help you, Hudax? I think it did, for sure. And also, how about the fact that Sean Payton in Phoenix yesterday, or in Glendale, or wherever it is at the practice facility of the Cardinals is, spent all day there. Then the dinner with the owner there. Could that be a possibility? We'll look at that. There's a hire that was made in L.A. by Sean McVay that I'll ask Ross Jackson about here as well. So that's on the docket here in our number one only guest phone lines are open the rest of the way, so we'll touch on that. Coming up in hour number two, Rafael Esparza. How does Vegas feel about these games? Some NBA stuff here as well. We'll touch on all of that and more. And then in hour number three, Marlon Fabright at 215. How is he feeling? His Cowboys are out. How does he feel Dan Quinn is back? We'll talk about him and also get his takes on who he thinks is going to the Super Bowl. 230 Leo Haggerty. What are the Bucks doing at offensive coordinator? Any latest news there? We'll get his takes on the AFC an NFC Championship game. Pelicans with an off day yesterday. They're back at practice today. We'll see what head coach Willie Green has to say about that. There was Pelicans news yesterday, though, and pretty big news. Zion Williamson has been named a starter for the NBA All-Star game that's coming up next month. He has been named, so... Will he play? I would love for him to, you know, get a chance to go out there and do that here as well. The Western Conference All-Star Starters were announced yesterday. LeBron James is a captain. Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, and Zion Williamson. That's a heck of a starting five there, huh? Of course, we'll look at the other players that are available to be there as well. Over on the East, they made their selections as well. The thing about it is when you look at it, what's going to be cool is on game day, and they've been doing basically the captains can pick their players, and then people are like, hey, we want it televised because at first it wasn't televised. Now it is. Well, Now it's going to be done the day of the game, and I think right before the game. So I don't know if it's going to be in the arena or not, but we'll have some fun with that here as well. By the way, our question of the day over at ESPN Radio NOLA, our Twitter handle It's real simple. What do you think Sean Payton will do? You can call us on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line, 800-998-1003, or you can answer the poll question over there on Twitter. Do you think Sean will coach again, or Sean will stay on TV? That's kind of what we'll talk about here in the opening segment, what to make of some of the moves that have been Put out there as well. By the way, the East All-Star Starters, Giannis, he's a captain, Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, two from the Nets, and Donovan Mitchell's had an unbelievable season for the Cleveland Cavaliers. By the way, Luca injured his ankle yesterday in the game and had to come out for Dallas. Let's see how that affects them in, you know, some of the games that they have to play without him. He has been unreal this season. He's been their offense. He's been everything. I mean, he's he's pretty big over there. So, again, it's kind of like what we've been talking about with the Pelicans. When you don't have your big guys, you don't have your starters, you don't have your all-star players, you take a bit of a hit. You can maybe go through it for a game or two, maybe even a week. But how big is it going to be when you don't have those guys over an extended period of time? That's something to keep an eye on. Remember I said earlier this week as well, the Grizzlies – Well, they lost uh, Steven Adams to injury, knee injury. I think it was a PCL, right? So three to five weeks for him. Again, I I don't know if it's coincidental or correlation. I think you know where I'm going with this. But Memphis has now lost four in a row. The Nuggets, they lost the last time on the court. The Kings have lost the last time on the court. Pelicans still in fourth, but now just a half game above the Clippers. And the Mavericks in fifth and sixth spot. So game and a half ahead of the Suns in that seven spot. Need to get this losing streak over with and get back to winning. Pelicans two and eight in their last 10. 11 of 14 have been losses. When you look at the teams around you, the Nuggets eight and two in their last 10. The Grizzlies six and four in their last 10. Kings seven and three. Clippers six and four. Dallas three and seven. And again, Luka's going to miss at least a game or two, you would think, with an ankle sprain. Suns five and five. T-Wolves six and four. Warriors four and six. Jazz five and five. And there you are. The Lakers. It's just crazy. Only three and a half behind the Pels, and they're out of it right now, right? But um you're gonna be seeing a lot of these teams here moving. Uh, coming across shortly. And look, you're going to play the Thunder last game before the All-Star break. They're 7-3 and three in their last 10. And they're only a half game out of the play-in spot at 10. So, look, you don't want to panic. You don't want to look at it. It is what it is right now. I said if you could get to the All-Star break at 6 or better, I'm going to like it. I'll feel better about it. Hopefully Brandon Ingram's return will, will help get things going in the right direction from the offensive standpoint right so we'll see what Willie Green and some of the Pels players have to say after practice later today as they wrap up I think availability is one one uh, we'll see if there's any updates and maybe I'm sure Zion will speak since he has been selected a starter now I, I saw this already on social media hey if he doesn't play for the Pels should they allow him or should he play in the All-Star game? Look, there's not a lot of defense there. I'm sure he'll get announced and start, maybe play a few, you know, a minute or two and then sit if that hamstring isn't healthy or not. Um But he's going to be introduced. He's going to be a part of the festivities for sure about it. I, I wish he could come back. I, I would love to see him at least at L.A. and then at OKC. Those are the final two games leading into the week of All-Star weekend i like to see him back, but, again, you look at the two-week evaluation, maybe he comes back sooner, maybe, I don't know. But that's just kind of a storyline there. But congrats. Well-deserved because, again, when he injured the hamstring on that fast break in Philly, he was absolutely um, a dominant player. He's had a great season so far. So it just stinks. The hamstring injuries, what, what are you going to do about it? All right. To so the NFL coaching circles, again, Ross Jackson is going to join us here. And he tweeted about this yesterday. First off, Frank Wright going to the Panthers, that takes them out of the mix. So you had the Broncos. You had the Colts. You had the Texans. You had the Cardinals, right? Now we're still looking for jobs. The Colts are going in a, in a different direction, right? I mean, you can see that... You have a I don't know. I mean Jeff Saturday's getting a second look see there. They're maybe looking at defensive coordinator situations as well, but it doesn't seem that Sean Payton is in the mix there in any aspect of it. Like you haven't heard his name mentioned there. He hasn't been interviewed once there. That it's not the case. Ian Rappaport two hours ago, Giants defensive coordinator Don Martindale, he goes by Wink, scheduled to have his second interview with the Colts for their head coaching job. This is tomorrow. So the Giants defense, top three on third downs, red zone with a rebuilding roster. Martindale could also step up and help the culture over there. So that's something to kind of think about from that aspect of it. The other news around the coaching circles there is Steve Wilks didn't get the job at Carolina. His attorney is saying that there's a racism problem in the NFL. He didn't get, I guess, a real look-see perhaps is how he's feeling. He's put out a tweet today, and his tweet says, The sun rose this morning, and by the grace of God, so did I. I'm disappointed but not defeated. Many people aren't built for this, but I know what it means to uh, persevere and see it through. It was an honor for me to coach those men in the Carolina Panthers locker room as the interim head coach. Players, coaches, and staff, thank you for your hard work and dedication. I took pride in representing Charlotte, a great city that I love so much. Thank you to my family, friends, and community for the overwhelming support. I do wish Frank Reich all the best. I will always be a fan of the Carolina Panthers football team keep pounding, and then he put Psalms 37, 23, 24. So that was his response to it. There's a lot of reaction about this around the league here as well, especially because on Pro Football Talk, they posted a story that something to keep an eye on, perhaps, is the fact that there apparently was a hire on January 8th. Frank Reich's daughter announced that she had taken the job with the Panthers. Whether she or the team already knew that Reich would become the next head coach, that could be an issue. And Steve Wilk's inevitable legal claims against the Panthers is per pro football talk. So that's something to keep an eye on from that aspect of it there. So remember I mentioned this as to back earlier in the week to Diana Rossini's quote text of Jeff Duncan that he thought the longer this takes... The less likelihood, the possibility of Sean actually getting a job. And remember, up until this point, up until yesterday and up until today, he hasn't been, he hasn't had quote unquote a second interview with anyone. Earlier in the week, it was reported that Denver was and that kind of put, got put on hold. It really looks like in Denver, D'Amico Ryan seems to be the overwhelming favorite there and you see a lot of ground support. Now, what's very interesting is remember I told you when Ralph brought it up that, um, It almost seems like there are some parts of ownership or some people in Denver that like Sean Payton, right? Remember Colin Coward on Monday saying that a source told him the Broncos have decided on Sean Payton. Russell Wilson wants Sean Payton. Well, Mark Maskey, Mark Maskey is an NFL reporter for the Washington Post. He tweeted yesterday, the Panthers are no longer an option for Sean Payton. And there was an issue with Peyton's interview with the Broncos. Peyton likes the idea of coaching Russell Wilson and having that defense, but fears a potential power struggle with a member of the ownership group, source says. Sean Payton quote tweeted that four hours later, and he put zero truth to this. We had a great visit with the Broncos ownership. They were fantastic. So you kind of, you kind of wonder what's going on there. Right? And, and maybe it's kind of like what we were talking about. I, I wonder if that's one of those situations, right? Where there's some people on board with it. There's some people that aren't. We kind of speculated, Hey, how many people want to give up certain power and, and things of that nature? I think the fact that when all of this started and when the season was ending and when it did end, right? You. Heard the Broncos were okay with compensation, so I don't think draft capital is an issue. The fact that he let it be known out there that he wanted 20-25 million. Could that be an issue? Comparisons to perhaps with other available coaches that are there and whatever. I don't know. It could be, makes sense, right? I mean, if I can go get another guy, it doesn't cost me as much. I don't have to worry about power struggles or whatever and all that. I don't know. But, again, you just look at what is being reported and some of this, as I've told you in the past, some of this that gets reported, their sources come from people close to Sean. Their people come close to the organization. So how do we decipher this or not? What's the Texans doing? It's kind of quiet as well. But is Sean going back to the fox nfl analyst studios or is he going to coach the cardinals we'll talk to ross jackson next on espn
3: Following a natural disaster, it is imperative that insurance companies respond quickly for our communities begin to rebuild. Louisiana law requires prompt adjustment of claims as well as payment following a storm. If your insurance company failed to pay your claim within 30 days following inspection of your property, please call us at AMO Trial Lawyers. 985-446-3333. 985-446-3333. That's 985 446 You may have an additional claim
2: for recovery. AMO trial orders. Lakeview Massage and Therapy is a must for recovery, getting rid of pesky pain, or to simply relax. It's part of Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic and Wellness, so this isn't a neon sign place. They have specialists performing work geared specifically to you. Rejuvenate with a 60, 90, or 120-minute session of Himalayan salt stone, injury and recovery, lymphatic detox, pre- and postnatal, post-mastectomy movement, traditional therapeutic massages, and ashiatsu. I've had that. You want to try it. Trust me. LakeviewMassageAndTherapy.com for info where recovery meets relaxation.
0: When you order
3: curbside pickup on the new Rouse's Shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store.
2: A show where we just talk talk sport. That's how they talk in the major league. Now back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengau. Uh had such a great time when he was at Katie's. We're gonna have a fun time now, and he will be heading to cover the Senior Bowl just for you people's. Mister Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson Nola's the way to follow on Twitter. Locked on Saints Ross. Good afternoon. Happy weekend to you, sir. Hey,
4: good afternoon, buddy. Appreciate you, man. Happy weekend to you. Looking forward yeah. to this one. I'm gonna, I'm trying to get a break. Go to Chewbacca's.
2: Have a good weekend. Chewbacca. Yes! Chewbacca's, that's beautiful. I love it. Uh, it's that time of the year for sure, man. I had to run to the grocery a little bit earlier this morning and the amount of king cakes in the aisle and pe- in the line. People like oh the Dofong king cake, man. There's a line outside <laughs> <laughs> waiting for them to come, man. Um, I, I kind of feel that anticipation is sort of, and I had some fun yesterday. I play the Titanic song of, uh, you know, the, the violins for poor Saints fans. And I kind of use the analogy of when we pass that billboard over by the dome in the arena that shows you the, the lottery and how high that is. And we just get the daydream and seeing that number. Uh, Saints fans have maybe always had, Hey, at least maybe we'll get a first round draft pick. You know, when Camara fumbles, Ingram steps out of bounds and Dalton overthrows or throws a pick. Like you had that. And then it kind of looked like, man, Maybe he's not gonna coach somewhere. And then you see what happened yesterday. Carolina with Frank Reich, Dan Quinn coming back, and then he stayed all day over there in Phoenix. So we back in the game, baby. Huh? <laughs>
4: it sure feels like it. It sure feels like it. It has been it's been quite a roller coaster. I describe it as both the best and worst roller coaster that I've ever been <laughs> on because it's a fun roller coaster to be a part of as, mm-hmm. you know, things are constantly changing. It makes our jobs fun, right? But then the worst part about it is that I don't really see an end in sight. And kind of the best part about a roller coaster is when you can get off and say, "Wow, wasn't that fun?" Uh, if there was a roller coaster that was never stopping, that would be a different conversation. Yeah. And so uh, I think you know when you look at you know the the changing sort of landscape of the Sean Payton situation is you know we expected that Sean would be the first coach hired in the cycle, and then everyone else would kind of yeah. kind of land you know where they went. I think maybe the only uh, team that might not have been a part of that conversation was the Indianapolis Colts, and so it was a little bit surprising to see Frank Reich be the first coach hired. Not not because it's Frank Reich, but because it wasn't Sean Payton. And that's right. kind of what we expected was that Payton would be the first one, and then he went from being the favorite in Denver to you know people saying that well things might not have gone so great in Denver to he himself saying no things were fantastic in right. Denver to then spending an entire day with the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Dan Quinn going back to Dallas, who is kind of the number one guy, it sounded like, in Arizona, while Sean is meeting with Michael Bidwell. There's just all these little things that have sort of been going up and down, up and down, up and down. But I think the latest in terms of where we are now is the market didn't necessarily go the way that we expected it to go, but it doesn't mean that Sean Payton's not going to land somewhere. And right now it looks like the Cardinals are kind of In the driver's seat right now, it's one of those football games where whoever's got last possession wins the game. So Whoever gets the last meeting with Sean Payton looks to be the front runner
0: every every time.
2: Along those lines, let's kind of break it down by the team here um, in that, because I do agree with you. It seems like DeMarco Ryan seems to be the guy that Denver sort of wants. And look, when when you look Mm -hmm. at that team particularly... Early in the process, they seem like they were like, Hey, we're good with the first round pick, right? Ian Rappaport, all those guys saying they're down with it. They didn't, they don't mind paying. So then when you see the report of there was a power, somebody let that out. It almost feels like maybe they're not on the same page over there. They maybe prefer D'Amico Ryan to go do that. So it kind of seems that from that standpoint, I kind of X them out. It looks like they're going to go the 49 defensive coordinator route.
4: Yeah, I think right now you would pretty com- be, you could be pretty comfortable in saying Demikko Ryan's is the the number one guy there in in Denver. Um, there's a few um, there's a few San Francisco Forty ers players that are on that roster who, of course, are going to you know champion Ryan's. Ryan's has a really fantastic reputation. He did a really smart thing last year by saying, you know. I know I'm a hot name in the coaching circle conversation, but I, I, I'm not quite ready yet. So let me kind of sit back and pick my place. And that's a strong defense over in Denver, one that yep. should have been stronger than it was last year. And so he, he looks like he's the one that's maybe, you know, that job is his to lose if we want to give it a tag that way. Uh, so yeah, I, I would, I would very much put Mika Ryan's at this moment, at least as we've seen this landscape changes quickly, right? Yeah. But at least at this time, as we're speaking, Mika Ryan should be the number one guy in Denver.
2: His name hasn't even come up when it comes to the Colts. They're second interviewing Saturday. The Giants defensive coordinator is the latest to get a second interview. That will be tomorrow. He's done a great job mm-hmm. with, with New York over there, so I, I would say you axe them out.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They I don't even know that they've ever gotten permission from the, well, I know that they haven't ever, at least been given permission to speak to to Sean Payton, uh, to interview. That doesn't mean that they were denied permission, it's just right. that you know, it could be any number of things, right? That could be Sean on the backside saying, hey, Mickey, no, I'm good. Like, don't, don't worry about Indianapolis, you know, whatever. That could be that compensation wasn't able to be agreed upon. Uh, it, it could be that Indianapolis didn't even really reach out. I mean, it, it could be any number of things. So I think right now you kind of look at Indianapolis doing their own coaching search. They're kind of trying to zig while everyone else is zagging a bit. So I don't think that they'll quickly re-enter the conversation but you know until they've hired a coach and until Sean or until Sean Payton is hired you wait and see if they eventually you know jump in but as of right now it doesn't look like they're in a hurry to do so
2: let's go Texans because I kind of feel like it's been quiet on this frontier who have they asked back for a second interview if anyone
4: yeah the Texans are are, are a curious one because the guys that we thought were going to be kind of um, the favorites there, uh, one of which you mentioned was, was Rich Gannon, uh, you know, who's now kind of the top guy over in Indianapolis, or at least getting a second interview in Indianapolis. They're, they're not, that, that hasn't really come to, come to, to, to a head at this point. So right now, uh, the second interviews for Houston are, uh, as you were, uh, Evero, who is the defensive coordinator over in, uh, Denver, if I, if I remember correctly, and then Mike Kafka, of course, uh, offensive coordinator, who's, you know, had his reputation skyrocket over the course of the last, you know, couple of seasons uh, in particular. Uh, and that's a Giants offensive coordinator over there, and yeah, Averro is the uh, defensive coordinator for Denver. So those are the guys that have the second interviews there. Curious, you know, with with Houston was that they they never did an in person interview with Sean. They only did a Zoom interview and then released you know a statement basically saying that the interview process with Sean Payton is complete. So, which tends to kind of signal that they weren't planning on doing uh, right. a, a second interview. So, not surprising to see his name not included in the second interview slot. There.
2: Yeah, it's, it's almost that's what I'm saying. Like, can I speculate they're just kind of waiting to see what he wants to do, or did they get that sense from that interview? Maybe this isn't the place for him. Right? I mean, that's kind of it, one of those. It's yeah, kind of the other one of the other.
4: Yeah, it could be that. It could be that, you know, look, they they just shipped off to Sean Watson before last off or during last off-season and got, you know, this big return of picks. They have a lot of work to do on their roster, and so perhaps for them, the the best sort of bargaining chip that they have to to lure a head coach, any head coach, are the very draft picks they would have to trade in order to get Sean Payton. So maybe that part just didn't work out for them, right? But instead, they want to go and try to get one year ahead on a hot offensive coordinator like a Mike Kafka Mm -hmm. and not have to give up that, that draft capital and instead use that to build, build that team.
2: So that brings us back now to the Cardinals. He spent all day there yesterday. He's been linked to that for a while as well. And, you know, Ross, I, I, again, I don't know what to make out of some of these reports, but is, you know, the thing with Denver, is he really, can he work with Russell Wilson? I and mean, even Colin Coward on Monday was like, it's more of an off the field mental thing with Russ. And look, Kyler Murray, I mean, let's be honest, right? I mean, the last couple of months, it, it's been, I wouldn't say a character assassination, but it's been a question of character, right? The, the, the clause in his contract, the Call of Duty jokes, um, the calm the bleep down, um, that he yelled at his past coach that everyone saw if you could read the lips and, and so i kind of think man does that situation sort of work but the guy has ability and he's got talent and he's a young player i know he's coming off of a knee injury that's something that maybe mm-hmm. you can bring in a tom or you know you get him ready a year later well, what's the fit in your mind for the cardinals for him
4: uh, i mean i think for sean the the fit that's there is that it's still a talented roster, and they are a team that hasn't you know, unloaded a bunch of draft capital. It's not stepping into the you know, Los Angeles Rams situation to where you've stepped into basically you know, no assets, no, no tradable assets, no, no, no capital, you know, things like that. And, and so I think that you know, your ability to be able to build that team and the vision that you want to be able to build, it is still very much there. Uh, for for a Sean Payton, I, I think that you know the general manager that they just hired in uh, in Arizona came out in his first press conference and said something around you know around the lines like egos won't be tolerated here, mm-hmm. and some folks kind of pointed that towards like oh well that's a Sean Payton thing, but to me that's something that Sean Payton would agree with, right? Like so there's there's some symbiosis there. Uh, Michael Bidwell's willing to spend money; he's willing to do what he's got to do as an owner. And so I think that the the structure is absolutely there for them. The number three overall pick certainly doesn't hurt, right, in terms of fit. And then, you know, Kyler Murray, even if you don't believe in him, you have the number three overall pick. So if you want to draft somebody to have waiting in the wings, you know, kind of the same thing that uh, well, similar to what, you know, Cliff Kingsbury did when he came in and drafted Kyler a year after they had drafted Josh Rosen you can do that or you roll with Kyler Murray for a year or two years that's left on his contract and then you you move on from him at that point. So you're not married to you know a five year quarterback, a six year quarterback in any any reality here. So even if you know that Kyler Murray situation doesn't mesh well with Sean Payton, it's not the end of the world. He's still able to rebuild with a a, a relatively young defense if Vance Joseph, who's also one of the head coaching coordinators, uh, stays on, he gets a good defensive coordinator. If not, he can bring Vic Fangio in. He can make all the changes to the coaching staff that he wants, just like any head coach going into a new position. So there's a lot of opportunity there for him to be able to sort of help to build the Arizona Cardinals into the team that he wants to be with a pretty good head start as well with the young talent they have on that
2: roster. You still don't think that number 3 pick it would be in play for the Saints, though, right? And if that's the case, what would be available for Saints fans to kind of start looking at realistically that could come in draft compensation.
4: Yeah. People hate me when I say this, but I mean the number three overall selection wouldn't be in unless the Saints ended up sweetening the pot on their side, but they're the ones that should have the most valuable asset in the trade. They shouldn't be working to sweeten the pot at all. They should be the ones saying, okay, well, we have what you want. So you gotta, you gotta come up off of what you're going to come up off of and don't need to convince you otherwise. And look, the number three pick isn't, is, shouldn't be on the table if I'm the Arizona Cardinals. The several reasons why, um, that number three pick, of course, is a part of the big bargaining chips in terms of your ability to be able to get Sean Payton there. If you are sold on Kyler Murray, you trade back out of that number three overall selection, build and then stretch that value across multiple skill positions so that you can continue to bolster that roster and then the the extra piece of it is just that historically there's no precedent for that to to get a top 5 let alone a top 10 pick for for a coach that's just never happened and it's not going to happen in fact the last head coaching trades that we've seen were guys moved for fourth round picks herm edwards and a uh, fifth round pick i believe for bruce arian yeah and so and now of course those were specific like the the move for herm edwards is is an outlier kind of the same with the john gruden trade was an outlier But then you look at the 16th overall for Bill Belichick, you look at a first-round selection for Bill Parcells, albeit two uh, two years down the road. Mm -hmm. There are coaches that have been traded for first-round picks, but not top 10, not top 5, let alone top 3. So, no, I don't think that that one's in play, but a realistic package, and I think one that the Saints would be willing to take could be one that's built around their their high second-round pick this year and a first-round pick in 2024. And then additional draft capital that helped to kind of bolster the value beyond that. But I do think that getting a first-round pick in 2024 should be something that is appealing to the New Orleans Saints. Having two first-round picks in 2024 with that quarterback class would be fantastic for New yeah. Orleans, just in case they're not able to answer the question, who is the quarter- your future at quarterback this season? They'd be in, in in premier position to do so next year with a really, really solid quarterback class.
2: That's a very good point. Last question for Ross Jackson, Locked On Saints here. You said it when you were with us at Cady's. You would have loved Mike LaFleur if the Saints were going to go the direction of offensive coordinator replacement. Um, Mm -hmm. This just in Sean McVano's offense, the Rams have just hired him as their new offensive coordinator. So there you go.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a match made in heaven, Uh, those two. (laughs) You continue that sort of Shanahan connection. Um, you know, it's only probably, I think, at this point. One of the things that you want to try to do with offensive coordinators is you never want to be a year. You can't be late on an offensive coordinator. You got to try to be early on an OC because if you're late, then they're already a head coach somewhere and you, you've been priced up. So I thought the Rams did a great, had a great opportunity there to bring somebody in and they did a great job with that hire.
2: There it is. Ross Jackson locked on Saints And Ross Jackson Nolan. is the way to follow him over on Twitter. Enjoy Chewbacca's, man.
4: Oh, gonna have a blast! Gonna have a blast! I appreciate y'all. See you here soon. Take care. Stay safe.
2: Yeah, for sure. There he goes. Quick break. When we come back. Phone lines are open. What do you think, Sean Payton does? Does he get that Cardinals job? Does he take one if it's offered? Does he get offered one? Or does he go back to Fox? Love to hear from you, Saints fans. What do you think?
0: It is Sports Hangover on ESPN. Your <laughs> The football playoffs are here, and nothing beats seeing your favorite team live. Not only does Vivid Seats have great NFL ticket prices, they're also the official ticketing partner of ESPN. And with Vivid Seats Rewards, when you buy 10 tickets, you get the 11th free. Download the app or visit VividSeats.com today. Vivid Seats. Life happens live. Receive reward credit equal to the average price of the 10 tickets purchased, excluding taxes, fees, and processing costs. See VividSeats.com slash rewards for terms and conditions. When you bundle your renters and auto insurance with Progressive, you could save money, but it doesn't cover any terrible memories living rent-free in your head. Hey, just wanted to remind
4: you of that time your kicker missed the extra point and lost the game. Even though he literally never missed an extra point, he chose this playoff game to miss. Yeah, I just noticed you hadn't thought about that in a bit. Wouldn't want you to miss, you know,
0: thinking about it. Sorry, we can't save you from that memory. Mm -hmm. But we could save you money bundling your renters and auto insurance with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates and third-party insurers. Renters insurance and bundle discount not available in all states or situations. This message sponsored by the Louisiana Workforce Commission. Our focus is to
3: get you back to work, Louisiana. I'm Seneva Lavasso. Come into our office. We have the resources and services you need. The people who work here have the passion to do the work. One thing we want them to know is that they matter. There's a great need here in the city of New Orleans. One of the things that we're trying to do here is provide opportunities we're ready to get the citizens of new orleans back to work
4: find out how the louisiana workforce commission can help you at laworks.net
3: Keyshawn, j will and max Mike White should continue to play. Continue to start him, Robert Sala. We've already seen this happen before. We've seen it happen in Washington with Robert Rivera and Carson Wentz. Taylor Heineke's out there. Dudes are playing for Taylor Heineke. You can see that. Guys are playing for Mike White. And it, it brings up a bigger discussion because I know when guys are drafted high, there's all this talk around quarterbacks and the word potential, right? I'd much rather have production than potential. GJ and Max. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Oh, big talker, ain't you? A man that likes to talk. Now, back to the sports hangover with Gus Katengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com.
2: That is the upper cervical family chiropractic hotline. Love to hear from you. What do you think? Saints fans, who is going to win the Sean Payton sweepstakes? General D. Hello, sir. How are you? Happy Friday.
3: I'm doing well, guys. I, my my guess right now, I mean, any time anyone goes for a seven-hour interview and leaves with the owner, that's a good sign. So, uh, I think all things are pointing toward Arizona right now. Um, I think it's going to be thrown back to the Saints for compensation, and I, I'm with Ross. I don't think the number three overall is going to be in play. However, that that high pick in the you know the, the second round is there. Right, it'll be a third pick. A future one. Right. Yes. I mean, you know, and and I think this draft, uh, Miami, helped us out because they don't have a pick. So thank you, Roy, for that. (laughs) So, um, you know, so that's number three actually up a little bit, one extra pick. But, um, So, yeah, I I think that's that's legitimate. I don't know what the compensation is going to be, but remember this, Sean Payton is, is, you know, a multiplier of uh, zero times whatever, it's still zero. So, uh, (laughs) you He's, he's going to try to get in back into coaching. That's, that's where he wants to be. And I think, uh, Ross made some really good points about Arizona being a, a spot. And I still think that if he goes to Arizona, don't rule out Tom Brady going there to be his quarterback. Uh, Kyler's coming off the ACL and I think there's going to be some time before he's really ready to go. So give him an opportunity to learn from, from Kyler, you know, uh, uh, to learn from, uh, Brady. That would be perfect. The other reason I was calling Gus is, is about the all star break. Um, my understanding with Zion being uh, elected to the All Star team first, first team, that he has to be on the roster like mm-hmm. the game before in order to play. Um, and he has to play in the All Star game from a financial standpoint. It's significant money for him in his right. contract. One, being elected to the All Star team. Two, actually starting in the game and, and logging minutes. Um, it happened similar to Boogie Cousins was elected to the All Star team when he blew out his Achilles. And didn't get the put on the roster, even though he was uh, an all star selection. If you look back on Boogie's bio and all, he he doesn't get credit for that all star bid. So, good point. There would be a lot of reasons for for Zion to actually be um, the starter, at least play one game before the all star break. And I think, based upon all the things that I've heard, you know, it's really them being more cautious than anything. I think his hamstring is. Relatively. And when I was at the game, it didn't look like it was a major, you know, major tear or anything. And it right. just, when the first preliminary um, results came and it didn't look like it was major. So I, it would be great to get him back. And I'm with you. We need to stop this free fall. And hopefully, but every time B.I. has come back from injury, he's always struggled in that first game. It takes him to get one game to kind of get the, the tempo and all down. And, and hopefully we'll see him be back himself pretty quickly. What is your thoughts on the whole Zion thing? And in, and in where is your thoughts with Arizona? Do you think that's where he's showing winds up?
2: You know, General D, I think if, like, when we spoke about it yesterday, well, let me do the Zion thing first and foremost. I, I'm with you. I, I, I would have loved to have seen him um, in the home game against the Kings and the Lakers in that back-to-back, right? I, I would have liked to have seen him go into that. And that's why I specifically asked Todd when – they said they're going to reevaluate him like, does I mean they didn't look good or, and he's like, no, that means they're going to amp them up, run, jog, get him doing all that other stuff. So I, I could see a scenario where that last week heading into the all-star break, General D, where, um, you'll see Zion play at the Lakers at OKC going into the all-star weekend or at least at OKC, right? To your point to be able to, to show that he's played and he's healthy and ready to go. Look, I, I just want him in a game. I don't, I don't care when that is. I, I would have liked him back before the All-Star break. So I, I guess that's a situation to see where he progresses. I, I'm interested to see what we see at practice moving forward, what, what we see at shoot-around. Like if he's out there moving around shooting like we saw B.I. amp up, then that gives me an idea, right? Like if I'm just sitting here and he, he's not even taking shots before the game. He's not taking shots at practice. He's not taking shots at shoot around. Like if, if he's not doing that and I don't see the people that are there saying, Hey, there's Zion shooting. There's Zion before the game. Then, then I won't feel as strong, right? So I'll feel better the second I see him doing anything out there. As far as the Sean thing, we were talking about this yesterday, General D, that Along the lines of what Ross Jackson said, he wasn't the first coach hired. He hasn't been asked for a second interview, uh, whether you want to believe the, the Denver thing or not. But if that's the case, I, I asked this yesterday on the show. If I'm Sean, I, I know I can say I always will go back to Fox. But if you weren't the top guy this year, well, what are the odds next year on that? And, and even he kind of threw that out on that Coward show, right? In that interview, he goes, hey, you know, the compensation won't be as high next year. So you think teams, it's too much for them or not? I guess what I'm trying to get at is I think if he gets offered a job, he may want to take It's me.
3: Well, I I think you're right, but it's also the fan base better understand that Mickey's going to leverage as much as he can from it, but I mean, you can't manufacture a market when it's not there. So if it is if it is Arizona, um, Arizona is a good spot. Like we just said, it's the top pick in the second round. And if you're able to get a future one out of it, that's, that's really, I think, the best you can get. And, and Ross makes all kind of great points. I will still go on the record saying before the evaluation of the combine, a guy that I wouldn't mind seeing in that second round is the kid out of Tennessee, uh, Hayden Hooker. It uh, would be the guy that I would, I would go after right now. Um, and it's kind of fills the mold of what the Saints have typically done. With, like, let a guy kind of us do that red shirt year, um, get him in your building. Um, But there's going to be some really good quarterbacks to to his point coming out and um, in the next, the following year. But if you don't get to one, you're not getting Caleb Williams, who is the clear cut one. So, um, you know, I think you need to keep starting taking swings. The more swings you have, the better chance you're going to have a chance of hitting on a quarterback. And um, as much as I hate to see it, it's probably. Running it back with uh, the Andy Dalton show uh, until we're able to get the guy in the building that we need.
2: Yeah, look, I, I mean, I, you've heard me say it, man. I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm okay with. Oh man, a three-five win season. You draft high next year. I mean, I, I, I the division I think is still going to be one that you can compete and contend with, right? And, and, I, and I guess you quote problem, unquote hope for better injury luck. I guess I, I don't know. I just. I, I, look, I, I pulled up the list last um, yesterday a little bit, and I talked about it with um, with um, with John Forky. I don't know if you you saw the list that was put up by uh, somebody. Ross Jackson retweeted it. It's all of the free agent players that are available and everything. And it was kind of interesting to look at them. And when you just go up and down the list, dude, it's just you know. And here it is. It's um, Mike Clay put it out. And Lamar Jackson, Daniel Jones, Tom Brady, Geno Smith, Jacoby Bursett, Jimmy G, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, Mike White, Teddy Two Gloves, Andy Dalton, Gardner Minshew, Taylor Heineke, Jarrett Stidham, Joe Flacco, Case Keenum. The names aren't getting better, by the way. Brandon Allen, Nick Mullins, Jeff Driscoll, Chad Henney, Nathan Peterman, Blaine Gabbert, Joshua Dobbs, Nate Sutterfield, C.J. Beathard, Cooper Rush, Josh Johnson, Chase Daniel, Trace McSorley, Kim Boyle, Kim, uh, Kyle Allen, Drew Locke, Mason Rudolph, Easton Stick. That's your available free agent quarterbacks for next year.
3: You know you know who's not on the list is Jameis Winston because we still control his rights next year. Right. Which, which makes you scratch your head even more. Why didn't they play the guy down the stretch? I didn't. He wasn't going to win anything and then here you are sitting with a guy that you control the rights to, and the guy that you don't control the rights to is a free agent, who was the guy that you, you had as the starter the whole time is Dalton. So, I mean, I, I, don't see Dalton, I, I don't see Winston coming back and playing. I think they're going to release him, but it, it just makes you scratch your head is what's this organization doing. But what you just said before is to my point. The, the winnable division is going to put them right in the middle of the pack again. So let's just say, you know, they don't miss the playoffs. They're right into it. They're a 500 team, but don't win the division. Let's say Carolina wins it or whomever. And sure enough, they're in the middle, picking in the middle. You're not getting the guy that you want unless you put a ton of draft capital behind you to go up and get that guy. So, you know, it almost begs to, to think that right. the Arizona thing may be the best thing. And I talked so much about this today. Everybody says, no, the three is not in play. What if it is in play? What Whoa. if it's the three and you get nothing else? Oh, I'm doing backflips, but then you know what I'm doing? I'm probably moving up to one or two to make sure I get my guy. And right now, I know everybody's on Bryce Young and, and Levis or, or whomever. Like, I still don't know who that guy is, and that's what makes this draft even scarier at the
2: mm. top. Well, Mel Kuiper's mock draft came out at ASCJ Stroud before Bryce Young.
3: Yeah. I think from a standpoint of his size. I mean you think the kid's like two forty, you know, uh or two thirty or something like that, and he's six four or six three and a half or something. I mean he's he's put together. Bryce Young is small. He's the same size as Justin Bennett, which is Look, very small. I think they're five eleven, like one eighty. I tell you five.
2: what, that game against Georgia changed my my um my impression. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean it did. Yeah. I, I I totally think it did. I, I mean, I I think when you look at the way he played against a defense that you would think for the most part is you know a um an NFL ready NFL type defense, I I, I it changed my impression. Man, he, that one play where he spun, moved in the pocket, and fired a pass into the end zone. I mean, that that's translatable, right? That translates. That's somebody that can keep the Plays alive with his legs, he's mobile, but the guy can fling the, the football. I mean, I, I like him a lot. And you mentioned his size. I...
3: Well, the flip side of that, Gus, is, is Seth and Bennett. Staying but They made a lot of plays, won the national championship. The problem is, is are they going to hold up when they have a 300 pound guy land on them? Because guess what? No one is outrunning a 300 pound guy that at Lamar Jackson's been injured. Tyler Murray's been injured. Very few mobile quarterback at speed, but they're out. So that's something you got to think about as well. Yep. Thanks, Gus. Thanks for taking my call, man. Appreciate
2: it. General D, quick break. We come back. More phone calls. Lines are open. 800-998-1003. This is Port Tango for an ESPN New Orleans.
0: Wow! It's that time of year again at Craig LeBlanc Toyota and Homa great deals like never before
4: never before shop
0: now for a huge selection of new toyotas in stock and more arriving daily great dealer discounts on all the new and pre owned toyotas in stock get two years free maintenance too just click and save at greg but you've got to hurry to take advantage of these great prices greg's got the deals as your low price leader greg leblanc toyota 220 south hollywood road in homa
4: As a parent, you know you can't prevent every accident. Play it safe with the right equipment. Add a mouth guard to your child's sports or recreational equipment list to help prevent the impact of a painful and costly facial injury. Mouth guard should be fitted so it does not misalign the jaw, lightweight, strong, Easy to clean. Properly sized. Covering the upper and lower teeth and gums. If your child does sustain a facial injury, seek an evaluation from an oral and maxillofacial surgeon. OMSs are experts in handling injuries to the face, mouth, and jaws. Learn more at myoms.org. Start your day the New Orleans way with New Orleans Roast Coffee, a small batch roasted coffee made right in the heart of the Crescent City. From our signature Southern pecan-flavored coffee to our classic rich dark roast and chicory blend, New Orleans Roast is your everyday, anytime celebration. Pick up a bag or two today. Available at your favorite local grocer. New Orleans Roast Coffee, a true taste
2: of New Orleans.
0: How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sport. That's how they talk in the major league.
2: Now back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003. Mel Kiper released his mock draft this week. The Bears with the number one pick overall, Jalen Carter, defensive tackle, Georgia. At number two, the Houston Texans, C.J. Stroud, quarterback, Ohio State. At number three, Arizona, Will Anderson, Jr., D.N., outside linebacker for Alabama. The Colts, Bryce Young quarterback Alabama, and at number five, Seattle takes Will Levis, quarterback of Kentucky. In case you're wondering what the division teams do, the Falcons, Miles Murphy, defensive end Clemson is what the Falcons do, and the Panthers go with Anthony Richardson, quarterback from Florida. Have at it, Carolina, if you do that. D, thank you for giving us a call on the Sports Hangover. What you got?
1: Hey, guys. Uh First off, uh, about the Saints, you know, uh, um, don't get me wrong, I want Sean Payton to go somewhere so we can picks. But if he doesn't, you know, let's just do the status quo. Bring back uh, Andy Dalton. Don't uh, don't take on any big contracts. Don't do anything stupid, and we walk out four and 13, 5 and twelve, and maybe Sean Payton comes back and he can get his quarterback here.
2: There, you it know goes. what
1: I am saying? I don't so, know if Sean so. ever
2: comes back here, but but you know, you I, know, I like I like, all all I, I like most of that plan. I like most of that plan because that's what I would do. I think what concerns me from this standpoint. Is from Mickey's chat two Fridays ago, in which he says they're closer than further away from competing for a championship. And then Jeff Duncan this week saying he feels that they feel that they're they're quarterback away or they're they're closer than maybe a lot of us think. That's what concerns but, me because that's maybe not do you doing need, a real evaluation. Do you
1: do you need to get a, a young quarterback up in here? Okay,
2: hundred percent.
1: And we don't we don't know we don't know what our offensive coordinator can do with him, okay? All right, is he, is, he an, is he an O.C. guru? Is he the type of guy that can take a young quarterback and give him what we need? Because, I mean, you know, you're going to you're gonna have to – because what happens is, is this. Uh, uh, Doug Peterson uh, uh, went to uh, – uh, he's offensive to mind the guy. We don't have offensive to mind the guy. We got da- uh, uh, Dennis Allen. Doug Peterson went to the Jaguars and, and turned to a, a quarterback who was wallowing in the wind with, with the last regime. And turned him into a bona fide starter, and they made the playoff. Okay, can 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 I OC do that to a young quarterback? We don't know that, you know. So I mean, you know, before you even think of just young quarterback, you got to have a, 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 a backup plan. Is that Andy Dalton? Is that somebody else? You just can't go into the season by just drafting a young quarterback. Agreed. You know, mm-hmm. I'm kind of I'm more leery about our coaching staff than I'm leery about our team. To be honest with you, I mean, I, I'm that, that that's just a true statement as for as I'm concerned. I mean. How many times did it look like late we didn't know what we were doing last
0: yeah. year? No.
2: Yeah. At least four or five games. They, I don't you disagree know? with you, which is why. I mean, they haven't given you any reason to believe it, right? I mean, what? they didn't give you any reason to believe that Dennis Allen maybe had a pulse early as to what was going on for whatever reason. His team didn't play with the fire, the energy. They, didn't, they haven't given me a reason to think that – um they were keen on the situation on how to coach these players to the point that Alvin Kamara had to go visit with him and say, hey, we're going off sides. We're committing penalties at practice. You have to yeah. say something. I mean, you've heard my famous yeah. say something, say something speech that Alvin Kamara told us in October. I mean, that's two months Air into the season. season. So, you know, you talk about that. You bring up the fact that people that I I value their game film or you know, observations from Fazan to Ross to others that have brought up look, plays are gonna work and plays are not, right? Where's, but where's, it's the formation, it it's it's the personnel groupings, it's deciding who's on the field for those plays. That was an abject Correct. failure. So and then you do add what you just said with the quarterback situation. Again, it's not even whether or not I think Andy is better than Jameis or Jameis is better than Andy. What was surprising to me was you had a non- battle at the beginning of the season and when your starter says he's ready to go you don't go back to him at all and when the season is what it is the fact you don't even play him to see if he is trash or is he good and you can move him that that was baffling to me so look d i'm with you they haven't given me any reason to think that there's some competence but where, where where's the do your job moment where's the big
1: poster where where's the, I haven't heard Dennis Allen one time say, It will change. I will make it happen. This is what happened and I'm gonna make it right or whatever. Do you imagine how many times has Sean Payton says, I'm accountable, because Dennis Allen said that, but I'm gonna make it right. Or this is gonna be I am not gonna let this happen. How many times has he ran a kicker off or somebody off because he didn't like him, because of what he didn't like? Because he was the man in charge. Dennis oh, yeah. Allen don't seem like that. Dennis Allen seems like he works for a general manager. Like I said. (laughs) It didn't seem like the buck stopped with me. Dennis Allen don't do that. Look, I have one more thing I put before I get off for basketball. Please, please. The only thing that's wrong with the Pelicans, we need a point guard. CJ is not a point guard. We keep relying on that. And Alvarado, as much as I got a jersey and as much as I like his defense, he is not a point guard. He is not the guy I want running my show late in the freaking game. We are losing because, to me, it's evident. We do not have a point guard. I'd rather point Zion than well, what we have right now. You just said The it. team is deep. The you team you has just said coaching. it. I mean, the team is everything. We I and don't you have you a point guard. It.
2: Look, um, Darian Sebron had a great game last night in the G League. He continues to develop and get better. Um well, let's see what Kyra Lewis eventually, if he comes back Come on, to this buddy. team here as well. But I think first and foremost, immediately, right, when he comes back on the yeah. floor, that that's the one thing I've been bringing up, D. That, not only do you miss his points, not only do you miss what he was doing on the defensive side even now with Zion, but he handled the ball a lot. And you and he, just saw he, he, he in he one game... Away. But hear hear me out. You just saw in one game Brandon Ingram's return. Don't look at his shooting; it's going to get better. He hadn't played in two months. Sure, sure. But he had five assists. It took thirty seconds, thirty seconds of the game, and he got doubled on the right elbow. He fell. McCollum left wing, wide open, stand, catch, and shoot three. So, I I'm with you. But 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 when when Bi when Ingram
1: got the ball, he had to go to his position. No, with a point guard, the right. point guard's
2: gonna give you the ball at his position. I, I hear okay? you. But here he, here he, here's the thing. With with Brandon and with Zion, and when they're on the floor, the need for a quote unquote point guard isn't nearly as much as you think from this standpoint. Whose okay. spot is he taking?
1: Okay, well sure. But I mean, you got people you got Hayes, Graham, right. no, go but, get you're, you're, for but you're, you're talking I about the backup point need... guard. I'm talking uh, about like I'm talking about any kind of point guard. Anybody that can run the show, okay, and put people where they need to be put. We do not have that guy. He is a scorer first, okay, and, and, and Zion, which to me looked like the best point guard we got, okay, is, is when he's playing point guard, he's bringing people out, out of the lane and making things easy for everybody else. So yeah, I do think we're missing. I do. But man, we gotta have, we gotta have somebody that, that, that has control. And there's not a control guy on that team right now, as point guard point guard wise, up sir.
2: The high level of turnovers and lack of execution would support your argument.
1: That's your answer.
2: There's your, right, your answer right there. Thank you so much for the phone Thanks call, man. You, man. Yeah, man, for All sure. Right. Have a good weekend. Quick break when we come back. Hour two. The sports hangover. Rafael Esparza, at one fifteen. Rest of the way the phone lines are open. Love the chat with you. Love the good calls already. What do you think? And what do you make of this week from Monday to Friday alone? The NFL coaching hires, Sean Payne spending all day with the Cardinals yesterday. Is, is that it? It's, is it Cardinals or bust in your mind that Sean goes back? What if he doesn't get offered a job? Does that change how you would view the Saints this season? To D, it kind of did. He's like, you know what? You don't get the job. You don't get those picks. Bring it back. So you're a four win team. I think. I, what do you what, what do you make of it? Let's talk about it. Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans.
3: Water safety tips from Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. One, always designate a water watcher when children are in and around water. Two, wear your life jacket when on a boat or near open water. Three, remove toys from swimming pools when not in use. 4. Empty all blow-up pools and buckets of water when not in use, as children can drown in as little as 2 inches of water. 5. Check the water first if a child goes missing. 6. Stay off and away from the rock jetties. And number 7. Swimming lessons can reduce drownings by 88%. Learn to swim.
0: I'm Martin Hoke, the inventor of Navage Nasal Care, and I love Navage. I've told you about how your nose is the body's air filter, that Navage's powered suction will help flush out allergens, viruses, mucus, and germs, and that Navage will help you breathe better. But what do other people say about Navage? Like Terra, quote. My doctor wanted me to do saline rinses for my allergies, but I've never been able to successfully use a neti pot. Navaj uses suction power, so it's foolproof. There are nights when I'll have particularly bothersome allergies. I'll bust it out, and the results are immediate. It's such a relief. It's become a lifesaver. Unquote. She's one of over a 100,000 online reviews praising Navaj, the all-natural solution trusted by over 3 million people to help you breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and stay healthier without drugs. Navaj is available at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, Target, Rite Aid, and online. Navaj, N-A-V, A-G-E, clean nose, healthy life. j And Max. What do you think, what do you expect to happen with Tom Brady? There's
3: only two teams that I would vote for him to go to. One, the New York Jets. Okay. And I would vote for him to go back to New England for the last hurrah. Not that that would ever happen, but those would be the two teams that I would say, yeah. G.J. and Max. Followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio
0: and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's time
3: for the Sports Hangover.